You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> Is there a particular element that threw you off in any of the photos? Is it that they were on a boat? Like, was there something that just seemed like outlandish but you hope that they'll be able to work it in like the fact that they were outlandish like look and flying eve i'm sorry that's a titanic reference i don't have any sense like what building were they on the roof of that they need to be able to see or was that also just coastal where they're looking to catch some what views yeah i don't know i it definitely feels like the boat is at you know, it's some sort of ultimate or penultimate or apex type of moment within the series. Something really dramatic is happening and we've probably been building towards it for at least some amount of time. And so, I mean, like I said, to keep it a buck, when I first saw the title, I said, what? Lilith, why? Because I just, I mean, I've had thoughts and theories, as you all know, about both of them going out as a way to resolve the series in true to form for who the characters are. But it was kind of bittersweet finding out that, Perhaps they were leaning into that trajectory. I will say that I am very pleased that they are together. And that if Villanelle has to go down by herself, and it's not just with Eve, that she is with Eve. And we're going to get one of those heart-wrenching moments while Villanelle dies in her fucking arms, potentially. If that's what they want to do, if they're like, Jody, go for the next Emmy at, they might do some shit like that. They might. They might. They could. I do think it's more poetic for them both to go down. Considering Helene, Lady in Red, should have that energy for both of them. I mean, definitely, especially for Villanelle, who was playing games while flirting. But also for Eve, because Eve has been in the shits since series one. Of course, I like when they're in close proximity. Of course, I like when they look like they're doing a touch. Oh, are we touching each other? That's nice. That's intimacy. We barely get that shit. So I think if I look past my initial anger and hysteria at finding these photos, I can find some degree of optimism and joy over the fact that, yes, plus, they are together. Yes, it looks like Villanelle could be protecting Eve, which I like. It's what she does. I think that's all I have. I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm lost in the waves. I don't I don't really have much else except mouth kind of agape with clown makeup contour, per usual. I was going to ask if the 12 could have played a major factor and why they were at the locations that they were. But that's a hard question to answer because we have no other supporting, surrounding information. I'm going to say yes, because who else is it like on site for these hosts? the 12 i mean like i said villanelle took out the protege of the lady in red right granted she was extremely unimpressive when it came down to it but still that was the lady in red's protege and so i feel like for the 12 it's like it's on site for villanelle get her eve her too and if we can kidnap eve to get to villanelle we'll do that and then them both at the same time like eve i'm sorry we have to move again again damn it let these let these bitches be on the run that would be i'd be on cloud nine you can't stay here what accent was that what what bleeding accent was that we can't stay here i don't know nor do i if anyone can identify this accent hit us up you know what? I did see a tweet on Twitter, a tweet on Twitter <laughs> that had 
other angles, I think, of the boat embrace. And in some of those angles, it looks like Villanelle is in distress, presumably because of the bullet that has gotten her under her titty. To quote the Twitter user. They before. got the titty. Like, I just... I, but that, literally, that's where the blood is, so they not. Like, Diana Ross, like, there's something wrong. <laughs> so I don't know if she's just hugging a bitch to be like, this is it. It's been a great ride. Hold me close. Or if she's saving a bitch. But there are angles where it looks like both Phil and Nell is in distress and Eve is in distress. But I guess, you know, that speaks to, I see what you mean. That speaks to another element of what could be going down on that boat. Got it. Emotionally, perhaps. Hopefully this is not the shot that will take you out. You are a G. Oksana, you are a G. You could thug it out. Eat this that. Is not your, Eat right, that This bullet, is not your first bitch. bullet wound. I know it hurt and shit, but it's really not your first right. bullet wound. I feel like she could survive. You know what? Again, this is a, a, a just, we don't know if this bullet will actually lead to Villanelle's demise. But if it does, it's going to be like The Walking Dead. And I don't know who is familiar with The Walking Dead or the character of Andrea from either the comic books or the show. But in the comic books, Andrea was a badass and a sharpshooter. She was one of the people I was looking forward to when I still gave a damn about that fucking show. And along with Michonne, of course. And when Michonne finally comes into the show, and I'm super excited about her teaming up with Andrea. The writers are first on some fuck shit and they put them against each other. And then by the time we get to the end of the season, fucking spoilers, if you haven't seen The Walking Dead, I don't advise it, she gets killed. And so this is a character that at the end of, I want to say season two, she was left on her own, separated from the group with several zombies. And it's implied that She's obviously going to die because she's by herself. You know, the patriarchy is like, she's a woman. What can she do? And she survives. And so you can intonate, especially what we know from the comics, that she killed hella zombies because she got skills. When they decide to take her out the show on The Walking Dead, it's one zombie, a nerdy zombie. No. Named Milton. No, no, that no, gets no, a bitch. no. Oh, yes. No. Oh, yes. Yep. That happened. And so I don't want that where I was so angry because it's like, it's like anything else, like any high stakes show, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, similar properties, you expect people to die. But how you take them out fucking matters. So I don't want Villanelle to go in a way that feels illegitimate for what we know about the character, her skills, her pain tolerance, just all of it. Yes. And it was on the, the right side. So it wasn't by her heart. So if it didn't get her lung, not me being scientific, if it didn't get her lung, but listen, I'm just saying Villanelle should live, okay? Yeah, like I said, she should eat that. That's what I'm saying. It's not her first time getting shot. You sound like Carolyn, walk it off. No, <laughs> no I, and I'm sure Carolyn would have said that too. She totally would. And I bet Carolyn has walked off a bullet shot or seven in her day. Or maybe Carolyn's too good to get shot. Actually, I don't even know. I mean, I would say that she's badass either way. I would love to see that she's one of those that just, you know, gets thrown into the fray and walks out without a scratch. Or she goes into the fray and she comes up out like a pincushion, but she just walks it all off. Either way. Either way. Tis only a flesh wound. Do we still have hope for... Gulia? Julia? Julia Gulia. Are we still hoping for Julia Gulia? If we go back to the corner for a reason, I mean, I... Whatever. Why not? I don't know why we have to have a reason. No, it's true. To have Fiona Shaw's Carolyn hook up with a woman. That's true. Just do it because it's what's right. Like, hey, is your daughter Is your daughter gone? for our country. Remember that shit in Greece too? Yeah. Where he's basically like, let's have sex because it's what we should do for America. This, Fiona <laughs> Shaw should be allowed to have a fucking girlfriend or a fucking hookup, a booty call, whatever the fuck. A friend with benefits. Like all of her fucking entourage, her, her coven of what I say are both men and women in her boudoir. I mean, we, we went through a few of them in series three. I mean, she had an aura, you know. That she did. But yeah, I think that's all 
I have to say for right now, I'm going to need to marinate some more. Perhaps there's stuff we missed that we'll come across later. But we'll come back to this naturally to muse oh, yeah. even further about what the fuck these photos could mean. But I kind of feel like that meme. I think it's a Simpsons meme where it's like, Chuckles, I'm in danger. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I kind of feel like that. But I also I also am holding on to my ridiculous optimism at the same time because it's clown makeup contour all the way through this shit until the series is fucking over. And I'm right there with you in the, in the passenger side, holding on to your hand as the, the wheels. What, is, what are the wheels doing? The wheels have left the gravel and we're either flying or we're falling. We don't oh, know. Oh, we don't okay. know. That's a it's a dramatic because you can either be falling off a cliff or like or uh, are Greece. you flying like in Fifth Element? In oh, those flying okay, cars. right, 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 right. All right. So, was there anything from the listeners? Did they send us anything that we I should? I think we had a few fucking notes, just a few notes. Okay. Shall we head over to the Gayo Correo? Let's do it. This first note is from Jana, and they write, Hi guys, I just discovered the podcast recently, and I'm loving it. Your breakdowns are very insightful, and I love how enthusiastic you two are about this show. I was listening to your episode 25.5, snack episode. Candace discussed how she's the kind of person to intercede when a girl's being creeped on, and it made me think of my soul-blessed interaction with living goddamn saint of a human, Sandra O. Oh! Ooh. I used to frequent a bar near the UCB Theater in L.A., and one night while sitting at my usual spot at the bar, I was being aggressively harassed by a dude. Sandra and a friend happened to be seated next to me. The guy finally stopped groping me to go outside for a smoke, and Sandra immediately turned to me and asked if I was okay and if he was bothering me. She had me join them until the guy left the bar altogether. I'm forever indebted to her for that kindness, so not only is she a super talented actress, but she's also a fucking hero. Just thought you might enjoy learning that she's a kindred spirit. Thanks for the laughs and insight, and can't wait for your takes on season four. Jonna. Jonna, thank you very much for sharing this heartfelt story. It is nice to know that bitches out here looking out for each other. We out here. And, you know, it would be an honor for me to be in a bar and to hear two arms. Sandra always saying two arms because we need to go on an attack. Listen, a bat will magically appear in my hand. What? Like exactly. That's like the anthem. We ready. <laughs> we ready. We ready. And when the cops come, to fight, what happened man. to him? Uh, man, I don't, I don't, I don't Stomp, know. Stomp, man. I, I don't know what happened Kick, to him. Kick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how this all started. I just remember, I think Sandra O was there. <laughs> That's nice. No, I definitely loved hearing this story about Sandra O, oh, and I do enjoy that she is a kindred misandrous spirit. Not surprised because Sandra O oh has been consistently an awesome human being the entire time I've known she's existed on this earth. But thank you so much for writing in. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoying it. That's cool. I know we scream a lot and stuff, but we're happy to have you. We're <laughs> no, still yeah. really excited and passionate and traumatized, honestly. By this show, to be yes. specific. And see, now I'm thinking about taking out kneecaps in Sandra O's oh's honor. Like <laughs> I don't, I, I would have done that already. Right, I'm perfectly honest. Right, like, like you know what? The left kneecap is for me. The right kneecap is Sandra. All I ask is that y'all send me letters and put money on my books when I'm in jail. Oh, that part for taking a dude out for you, Sandra. You'll see the Church of Masandri GoFundMe. Yes, it was a man. <laughs> yes, he deserved it. Yeah, right. Yes, we're in jail. <laughs> and that mugshot I would have the smile from ear to ear. Mm. Next, we have a note from Tina titled. Sandra O oh talks the chair, Grey's Anatomy, and season four of Killing Eve. And then the article is clipped 
N and the letter begins. First off, I downloaded your podcast and they have been a lifeline as I hunkered down in New Orleans for Hurricane Ida. Thank you for your laughter and insight. Was wondering what your thoughts might be on the attached interview with Sandra Oh regarding Killing Eve. Thanks for doing what you do and putting a smile on my face, Tina. So I'm going to just... Thanks, Tina. Yeah, let's see what this is. back so we just watched that lovely interview you sent in tina thank you it was nice to see someone kind of go through different milestones in sandra's career i like that the interviewer although yes aware of sandra's work but wasn't of the mindset of but why didn't you go back oh like, to Grey's? right because oh God, so many people i get that have they watched Grey's recently answers right there i mean but they, <laughs> but they were doing a lot especially with the season just before this one this one may end up being the final they keep saying things like that sure but poor meredith had the rona and so svu is gonna outlive fucking <laughs> Grey's anatomy which is wild to me that is it's, wild it's my doctor who because I, you already know when people are like Candace, check out Doctor Who, and I'm like, how many seasons? Bitch, you wild. I'm good, right? But it's the same thing I would say to anyone who's like, Candace, should I watch SVU? And I'm like, if you want right. to watch 20 plus seasons, like some of us of grew up full, with it, so like right? we have a connection. It's different. it's different if it was just live when you were in life. But yeah, but yeah, I was kind of hoping that I would get some something new out of Sandra in regards to something I didn't already know, but but being as avid. <laughs> oh my God. She, she did have something to say about Killing Eve though. Can you give us a little look ahead to season four of what this your fans what might expect? Well, I honestly, I am just in the middle of shooting the last season and I can tell you nothing. You know, we're really, really working hard to try and like really honor that relationship. Oh, please. Very diplomatic. Honor answer. the gate. It felt like it you was were diplomatic as fuck. You really weren't. Oh, okay. So the way he dragged her, where he was like, it felt like you were really giving something and you weren't. That's why this bitch got a golden globe. No, yeah, that's that's what Sandra O oh had to say, y'all, about killing you. So if you haven't watched it, watch it if you want to reminisce on her incredible career. But if you're looking for Killing Eve stuff, it's not it's not there. Yeah, it's not, in, this, not, find it's not it. in this article. But if you're new to Sandra O, oh, I mean. Oh, they- please. Well, okay, let me not make assumptions. <laughs> I'm rude. I'm rude. I'm like, new to Sandra O, oh, where have you been? But uh, there are characters possible. that she has played that aren't as dynamic or tied to a Korean heritage. But they're still enjoyable because she... She delivers on the acting front. And that's something she's talked about in her interviews, not being able to necessarily be the fullness of her identity within a role. But that is something that has changed with Killing Eve because there are criticisms to be had about Grey's Anatomy's Christina Yang. And, of course, with this new show from Netflix, The Chair. But, yeah, I liked the interview. I thought it was cute. Sandra looked great, per yeah. usual. Face glowing. She talked about familiar topics that we've heard her talk about, immigrant culture, what it's like just being the child of immigrants and going on the path that is the least traveled in a certain Ooh, sense. No, you're right. Least advised, certainly, by immigrant parents into the performing arts. And I like that she essentially said that once you're dealing with your parents, which are two of the people, presumably, whose opinions you care the most about, once you get past their doubt and you surpass that, then fuck the world, like. Do you? I'm paraphrasing. But that is that is basically the sentiment of what she said, that 
getting past her parents' doubt of talent was the biggest hurdle for her versus the world. You know, because most times we're our own biggest critics as a creative, as a performer. And so, yeah, once once you get your parents on your side, it's it's almost like adding it's like putting a battery in your back. You are supercharged. You're you're ready to take on any and all challenges. And she also mentions that she has a great therapist, which fantastic. Everyone should. Ooh, killing you, Stan Twitter. Did you hear that? Whoa. Not you <laughs> calling out Stan Twitter. Listen, I didn't choose violence. Y'all. No, Terrence but. Did. It's, look, I'm going to leave it too. in. I'm not even going to edit out. I too. I'm not going to edit it out. Get in therapy. these DMs if y'all want to and turn I too. up. I too need to seek therapy. Not you trying to be like me too, too, too. I'm, but it is I'm me dragging too. me too. It, it, it is me too, though. But y'all can get at Mr. Pilastri if you want to. Uh, thank and you, I will laugh. Tina, <laughs> for your submission. Yes. And I loved uh, listening to the article. I, I'll always take some. You uh, called cheerful... Sandra Phoebe's light while we were watching that. Was that a Dangerous Minds reference? Uh Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just went through this I long period it. of saying no. But Phoebe, no, Phoebe was like, Mm-mm, I, I can't have no. She's like, you right. are She's like, Wait, my but, light. But which one? She's like, but which one am I? Am I Without am you, I Elena? this production <laughs> cannot exist. It cannot right. go forward. Right. Unless it has you, Sandro. Like, what do you want? You want some chocolate? <laughs> oh, my God. Really out here showing whatever we were adolescents in. The Dylan Dylan contest. No. <laughs> oh my God. I need to stop with these dangerous minds reference. But you know what it was? It had Michelle Pfeiffer and that crush. Oh. It's like mm. a fine wine. Yes. Shout out to Angeline Jolie, who let us know that even all these years later, she too <laughs> is still harboring her Michelle Pfeiffer crust. And I say yes, because that makes perfect fucking sense. All right, let us move on to this next note sent in the DMs from Lily. Hey there, fellow gays. Hey. Hey. Just started listening a few months ago, and can I just say, Wobble Villanelle and Gentleman Jack Crack have been my main source of daily entertainment since I started them. Not only do I nearly die laughing at every ep, but I truly, truly appreciate how in-depth your analysis, predictions, and musings always are. So thank you for that. I also love when you guys refer to other shows I've enjoyed. One of my favorites during the 307 episode when Terrence brought up Broad City when Villanelle says she took a shit in her mom's shoe. <laughs> right. Because, when, because that's what when happened. When she was three. There was, right. there was plumbing issues and I, it happened. I recall the party. I was like, this is very Brooklyn. <laughs> Hurricane Wanda of Broad City looks like season one, episode seven, is one of my favorite episodes, and it immediately popped into my head when Villanelle said that. Terrence's description was slightly flawed. Ha ha! But the main point is Abby confessed it was her shit when it was really Bever's. <laughs> <laughs> that shit in his sister's shoe. I highly recommend a rewatch of that ep. On the topic of Broad City, I wanted to ask if you guys are excited, as I am, for Abby's new show, A League of Their Own, to come out. Okay, Terrence has started gesturing i don't know what to call this this is a dance party let let me finish the note before you go off i already see you literally shaking trembling in your chair and she finishes i know you guys have referred to the movie a few times in your podcast you have no idea so i'm assuming you'll be tuning in (laughs) yes as always love and appreciate you guys for all the hard work you put into all villanelle and gentleman jack also hoping to get those gentlemen jack what a way nightcap soonish (laughs) so You know what? Life has been. <laughs> yes. She finishes with stay safe and healthy. Three hearts. Lily. Thank you so much, Lily. Thank you, Lily. Well, what first? So if we're... Go ahead. As we broach take the a subject breath. of A League of Their Own. It is. It's my... It's my you know how people have comfort, comfort films? Or, you know, that thing that they could just do. And never get tired of, never get bored of. That that's my that's the film that I would I would watch 
it needs to come on network television more often so I could just be sitting and watching it. I used to watch it when it was on YouTube in like eight different clips. I didn't care. I would just go to clip to clip to clip. That's facts. Jim Davis was Lord. really hitting. Hello? In that both literally and figuratively. And then with the news of Rosa O'Donnell saying that she was a bartender at a gay bar in this news of I'm into run, it. I'm already I'm ready. I'm mad at Rosie on the L word, Generation Q, but I'm not mad about Rosie showing up in the new I just want to know, is this Doris Murphy's bar or is she a different character altogether? I mean, I will take it either way. the same time period, she could be her great gay aunt. I don't know. know. Make it work. But to answer your question, as Terrence has clearly already answered for himself, yes, we are excited. Big fans of the humor behind Broad City, not just because we're New Yorkers, but because it's fucking funny. As you pointed out with that Bever episode and his ridiculous shenanigans so i think in terms of like writing style especially having seen some stuff alana has been in post broad city i do feel like abby potentially is the stronger talent the writing talent and this is something that is important to her and she's talented as fuck as i already said so hell yeah i'm looking forward to it because all they have to do is make it a little more gay than it already was and i'm good like I don't want to reference that song I sang earlier, but I'm easy. When it comes to the gay, when it comes to queer content, I'm really easy to win over within certain parameters. And if you give me more than one queer woman, and now you're giving me sports, (laughs) and it's baseball and not softball, (laughs) it's just, look, all cylinders. dreams were made of? Right, that part. And then maybe we could get training montages of the actors when they were actually in the stuffs, actually learning the sports, and maybe we'll actually get to play actual baseball don't take me there i just feel about baseball ever since i was told as a wee one that i could no longer play baseball because girls played softball even though i had spent all my years learning to pitch and perfect my pitches by the way throwing against boys and teenagers but anyway i who did sound bitter because if you if you think i sound bitter you're right I am. I'm still not over it at my big age. And um, it's because I really loved playing baseball. And I really loved kicking dudes' asses, which I was doing until they made me stop. So, yes, we will be watching. And to the other question about the Gentleman Jack nightcap soonish, yes. The thing is, is that we realize that the deep diving we do is ridiculous. Like, it is on some level that doesn't make sense. I still can't fully comprehend it. And once the shenanigans of life in this panini really got going, we wanted to make sure we did not give less than we normally do when we come with our passion and excitement for the gay ladies of Halifax. And so, yeah, we have notes, copious notes. Terrence has seen my notes, and it looks like a dissertation. I don't know what's wrong with me. And so part of it is like, bitch, how you approach it? It's like, what the fuck are we doing? But we're going to start slow with the nightcap and then space that out, not just hit y'all with like a, a day's work fucking work day of hours, but slowly and then get into the future stuff that we think is going to be happening on series two for Gentleman Jack based on the diary entries that we've read and what we know from the production team about the new diary entries that they've decoded. So that's going to be super exciting. We didn't want to have to go into another lull and we were concerned about that. And so we wanted to wait until there was just more stuff to lock in and also closer to a date, to a date right? the Oasis of 2021. Just yeah, there was nothing. Our favorite nothing shows. There was nothing. A whole lot of people got shit. A whole lot of people were happy. Somebody's happy about movies that came out. Not Candace, not really. Because the two biggest properties that I have been the most excited for since last year, which is, you know, absent of like Captain Marvel's sequel, is Killing Eve and Gentleman Jack. And have I had either in the year 2021? No. No, exactly. Oh, 
<sighs> but thank you so much for writing, Lily. Yes. We hope you too have stayed safe and healthy and relatively okay in this ridiculous panini that we are now calling life. This next one comes from Crystal, who it looks like just sends a quote tweet and it says, not sure if you've seen this. And have we says, seen it? Gold. I've consumed all of your podcasts. They bring me great joy. I wish I had friends like y'all. Oh, you do. Yeah. Just I was going to surprise. Waters, the ponds, the rivers, and the lakes that you used to. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Anyway. <laughs> I am a fool. What are you... Oh, are you watching this link? Oh, I am. Because he's just holding his mouth and I'm like, what is you doing? Is it just... Is it crack? Yes. Ah. It is. And by that we mean Killing Eve crack. Perhaps some of you are familiar. If you're in the fandom, you probably are familiar with crack videos because they are across fandoms for all kinds of characters. But Crystal has sent us a lovely little Killing Eve crack. So let me pull this shit up so we can hear. All right, let's play this shit. <laughs> yes, it's me. I just want to pop up here and show y'all how I'm doing. Filling out on the bus. Feeling great, you know. <laughs> That's Ricky. Yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, well. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, that. <laughs> Eve can't fight, but she's trying. Eve really can't fight, but she's trying. He fucked up. Meanwhile, on Stan Twitter. Well. <laughs> I don't give a fuck! <laughs> I remember thinking, Facts. I'm about to beat this bitch up. <laughs> well, well, that's me. That was also me with the clown yes. uh, music thinking all of Stan Twitter who thinks Eve tops. But you know, you know uh, Well, first of all, right. you know what? I'm not gonna, let's finish the crack. <laughs> it said useless lesbians. Oh, this is Villanelle's choke out on Eve. Oh, man. Bitch, you almost fell out the chair again, like we originally did. Bitch, you smell like the gay and roses. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Do it. Do it, Eve. They seem to be very good friends. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Yes, just gals being pals. That's exactly accurate. And I like it. Ooh. <laughs> that, that was my face. Minute. That was my face. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh. Not the headbutt being the bonk. My lord. Oh, <laughs> Double what? Cheek up on, on a Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Hella ass. Brilliant, incredible, amazing. Oh, that's the bus. Right, right, Gaga. Insane. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Not yes. Yes, that is a perfect way to sum Ooh. up. That was crack. Ooh. Indeed, Crystal. What a and journey. We enjoyed it. It was a journey. We didn't watch that till, till right now for the first time, and I thank you. Did Crystal have any other links? Or was that all, sir? I believe that is. Wait, there are three here. Now she's Ooh. saying that is all. Oh, psych, psych, like, wait, psych. Wait, there wait are three. Wait there a are three. Minute. All right, let me see. Uh, killing Eve. All right, so this is the first one. I'm fully capable of doing my job without any approval from you. You just have to. Hey, 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 hey. I got all these bitches wanting to be 
so this is just a video of Bella now looking fly as shit. With with Eve looking fly as shit. That's what I'm talking about. It's been too long since I've been to a party without worrying about germs. As the way that I was trying to throw it back just then. It doesn't make sense, Terrence. We're still podcast recording. Okay, that was cute as fuck. Crystal, thank you. The next link is a Killing Eve deleted scene. I feel like we've seen them all, but let's check it out. Oh, yes. Oh. So this is an alternative line. We probably covered in an earlier snack, but whatever. We'll play it. I've got this thing tomorrow. If you... Not her trying to invite Villanelle to... (laughs) It's Eve's face. Oh, shit. First of all, we know Eve was definitely not okay because she had just taken off her gobs, her emotional armor, which is also her ridiculous parka, only to find out there were two women stashed in Villanelle's bathroom. Now, do you like this scene or the one that was that made its way into the final edit? Which line do you prefer? For the sex makes it plain that we knew that sex took place. Oh, not you with the head goggles on. Excuse uh, but, me. Because oh, at this point, don't do only this. because we've had, we don't were traumatized. This. We had someone watch Excuse the me. Scene. They know uh, if okay. they've been listening to the podcast. I'm talking about you, sir. Oh, you. No. If we would have got this in place, I, I, she's already coming out of the bathroom. I would have already right. known. Right. Exactly. I had all I need. Right. So you're saying they did this because hats don't know what's going on? Yes. Oh, my God. And then the second one got out the bathroom. And I was like, Mine. well, because this has yeah. a different vibe. Like they give with this the line that Jody says afterwards. Where she's like, I didn't remember her name. Do you think she could tell? Which gives us the vibe that she don't give a fuck. She got her O's and that was it. Listen. But this is a different way of saying she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. With I guess being more vague that they maybe didn't smash was, hey, do you want to come to this party? And of course, I was like, bitch, no, I'm busy. Like, my no other, thanks. my wife is here. Right, right. This is the main. Like, y'all like, were the not... hookup, but right. this is my wife. Right. You're not even a Read sign the piece. Room. You're Get not even out. a right. sign piece. This the... was a one night stand. You know, like, it's like this the over eager one night stand so, that's trying to sabotage something delete my because they think that they this got. This is a safe house right. now. <laughs> no. It's, it's someone trying to wreck a, a thing. Right. Indeed. That was with intent. But you're, you're, you know, you were good, but you were not that good. And so, yeah, that takes you back to, I'm not with them when I'm with them. And he's going, them. No, Well, I feel like she was like your past lovers. And she was totally contemplating that because we know that Eve was smitten by that line. She was like, oh, because, of course, she was vexed. She was in distress, thinking that Villanelle really didn't feel anything, that she was bored by everything, including Eve Palastri. And Villanelle was like, nah, bitch. I feel things when I'm with you. And she was like, oh, wow, really? Mm. And then thing two came out the bathroom and she was like, and you also feel things on other women. I'm out. Bitch, read the, <laughs> read the file. Get on your shit with Peel, and I'm going. Bye. And Villanelle was sad because she blocked herself from her own blessings. Her own O blessings. That's It's got to hurt. It's got to hurt. She told Eve not to be jealous, but I'm like, you like it when she's jealous. Mm -hmm. Don't play games. But Villanelle likes to play all the games, so I don't know what the fuck I said that for. All right, what is this last link? And then the final link. No! Well, that was the final link. (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. I'm just trying to figure out. No, oh, that this was is, the final link. Is this you throwing shade? No, 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 no. Oh, because this final link is like, it's a tweet that says, since we haven't gotten any luck with bloopers, here's a thread with season one and two Killing Eve deleted scenes. And why not? This first one is Villanelle in Tuscany, which is one of my favorites. Just the look, the fits she had on, the George, the Daisy Dukes, to that blue light number she was wearing but anyway did we not get deleted scenes for series three am i just blocking it out because it was such a traumatic time did not we didn't get deleted scenes i'll have to go back and listen to one of our recordings to know for sure look at us messy on live no it's fine because did we we did you know why 
because the first deleted scene that came back into my mind is one with Mo Jafar. And it right. was you know her what? telling Mo to invest in therapy. But he won't get the chance because, because he's, he's fucking dead. dead. Shout out to that Shallow actor. Waters. All right. Dead. So you're right. And I think we were, were still so traumatized by Series 3, we authentically blocked it. And maybe it's because we haven't really watched them again. That's probably also to that do with it. That could be it. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you again to Crystal for hitting us up, for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. Yes. These were a roller coaster ride. Thank you so much, Crystal. Like this whole damn show. Yes. Okay, and so this last message is from Victoria, parentheses Taylor's version. Anyway, Victoria writes, Hey, I love y'all's podcast, and I'm so happy you're making new episodes again. Your podcast has been a godsend in quarantine. Huge fan of Killing Eve here. I've watched the entire series 13 times. Okay, bitch, out here rivaling Mm -hmm. us. I just listened to your latest episode, and I have a theory about the article saying Villanelle is going to be born again Christian. I I roll emoji. (laughs) (laughs) What if the season opens with Villanelle pretending to pray in a church or something, and then gets into Interrupted by, hopefully, Eve, who says, what the hell are you doing? And V gives her one of her classic snarky responses, and then they run off together on their mission or something. Kind of reminds me of season two right after Amsterdam when V was staring at those people, statue things, and Constantine was like, what are you doing? And she says, you told me to get a hobby. Although Villanelle turning to the nunnery because she still hasn't been topped by (laughs) Eve is pretty fucking funny. I also hope that Eve is kissing that guy, either as a quick peck to thank him for giving her info or, as you said, it as a distraction. Technique manipulation for a mission with Villanelle. Ugh, I'm hoping none of this is hetero-related. Anyways, hope y'all are staying safe in New York City and sending love and health from D.C. Well, Victoria, Victoria, thank you. Thank you so much for writing, and you're right. It would be extremely hilarious if Villanelle was so devastated by not getting her O from Eve that she did join a nunnery. I would actually call that pretty gay considering all the queer letters nuns have written each other. That's another podcast for another day. But those letters are out there. And if she so happens (laughs) to save a coven from a lecherous uh, parishioner who's come to visit who thinks he could just have his way with those ladies, then you know, um, all the more misogyny. Are you to have a priest murdered? What you saying? I'm I'm, I'm just saying. (laughs) You just wrote a whole side mission. a dude... Is trying to mess with the nuns while Villanelle's in there trying to get over her girlfriend. She may be the savior of those nuns and take out the man. And and I feel like nuns are there's there's hella less nuns though. Well, because after yeah. the church was like essentially y'all not special. You're no closer to God. That decree that came down. Well, just large numbers. It was an exodus essentially out of the Catholic Church. Well, random historical fact. No, that seems true. And I'm just mad that there was a Supreme Court decision that was made on behalf of it. Yeah, there's a movie that covers this quandary. A number of women had, I feel like it's called Noviate. One of the stars is Diana Agron from Glee fame. Oh, yeah. With the cheerleaders. I am number four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but about that, when things were transitioning to Vatican II and rules were being changed about the church and meanings and stuff, that's the thing that happened. And so they were like, oh, so we not special and shit? Like, we don't actually have a special relationship with God? Bobby. Imagine not surviving the restructuring because they need to preserve a power scale. And they say, bye, ladies. We don't need y'all. Like, that's what? It was was definitely, it's well, that's why I say it's a podcast for another day because there's so much to unpack there about what's happening. But yes, how do we get, how do we start? How do we get to nuns? We, yeah, we're here with nuns because of the article 
it, it from a previous episode where they said oh, that right, Villanelle about Villanelle. Yeah. Right, right. You see how I had blocked that until Victoria reminded me of it again. All right. I was about to say, if it leads to some sort of a parishioner who's perished, I mean. A perished parishioner. Right. I take it. I, I'm, I'm as long as it's not that. hetero propaganda. As long as it's not hetero propaganda, I'm good with it. I really don't need to see Eve jumping on a single additional knob. No, right. You're right. Kissing another man. I don't want it. If she's going to be kissing or up on somebody who's not feeling out, please make it a rando woman. I am begging. <sighs> Sanctuary in the nunnery? I mean, I'm not saying that. I was That's about to happening. say, I was about to make a really dirty joke and I kept it inside me, within me, and I'm proud of me for doing that because on the edge, the tip. Ooh, see? Just, I, no, no, no. Because now my I, mind is right, going you, and I'm like, just, let me, I'll hold that. Well, we don't need to. Hold it in? Right. Like I did. Barely. But. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Thank you, You know, that's a, that's a season opener. Listen. I'm, all right. It is. <laughs> Tis the season. Yes. 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 They call this cuffing season. <laughs> I don't know where that sinister laughter of mine just came from, but yes. So is that, I think that was all, right, that we had for Geo Correo. But let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, no, I believe that is all. Sweet. So, does that mean we are finally over to, I believe, our last segment of this preseason snack? Snack episode? Yes. What is this? Uh, we're going to spot it on Twitter and Tumblr. Spot it on Twitter, Tumblr. Let's go. Oh, all right. Um, you guys see this? Wait, right, I'm going to send this to What is to it? You. Send it right, immediately. Right, right, right now. Here, here, all right. Send all the things. All right. All right, up first is a tweet that was spotted just a week ago by Katya that reads, When I think about that day, my brain told me to watch Killing Eve for the first time. And it has two screenshots of Villanelle at the ballroom. And the first one says, Imagine if I'd refused. What do you think I would have become? Right? <laughs> Facts, Katya. I don't even know what our future looks like if we never watch Killing Eve. But then again, I don't know how that is a future we would be entangled with when right. Sandra Oh was in there. Right. That would have we, to, right. It's not possible. There's so much that would have needed to change for us not to have been involved and invested. Perhaps the world the explodes. Like the timeline changes so drastically if we don't watch Killing Eve. We create the multiverse. That's my answer. Next on the Spotted On is, uh, wow, uh, maybe us adding these users is going to be a challenge because the names are variations all of each other. So I feel like it's always a challenge for you, but all right. So <laughs> uh, this is Ellie, and Ellie writes as much as I like the idea of killing Evie again, new writer every season. I genuinely think the show would be so much better if they stuck to one writer throughout. Like, imagine a show with just Phoebe or Emerald writing the whole thing. The continuity plots would be so much better. Well, this, well, first of all, I caught the shade on Suzanne. <laughs> yes, firstly. <laughs> because she can... was the only writer left out. Right. We She's can, like, can... if it was Phoebe or Emerald, imagine. So that is shade. I, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I disagree. Well, I... if Phoebe would have kept this project close to her chest throughout, we would not have gotten this series. If she was to... providing notes to Suzanne, because right. we know that there were notes and there was conversation happening to some degree between Emerald and Phoebe because they were friends in life. And also she was reaching out to be like, oh, let me bounce this off you. And so I just don't know, really, like from what we know, we don't really think that that was as much of a thing with Suzanne and the proof is, is in the pudding it's in the when, when her episodes it's were about to go live and then she deactivated from Yo! social media I was like you so were so paranoid at that time and I was still 
foolishly <laughs> optimistic and you ended up being right, which is wild. Truly wild. It's like when you it's time to see the return on the investment. Someone invested in you and you wait until the day that your product goes public to disappear before someone can say, Hey, um, yo, fam, uh something this ain't I don't order this. <laughs> like this ain't Oh this dear. Is... If the question is, does Candace wish we could have had Phoebe Waller Bridge the entire time? Hell yeah, who doesn't want that? If the question is also, does Candace wish that Emerald could have written series three? Yes. Yes. Because I really enjoyed series two. And the continuity that I expected from series two is not really what I got in series three. And I do believe that that's because there was just different conceptualized ideas mm-hmm. about certain things about these characters that maybe were not shared across the table or just not taken or not felt I don't know but it does certain things about Villanelle and Eve feel very different in series three and that is debatable whether it's a good thing or a bad thing but it just not everything aligns and part of that is the smash the lack of a smash and the lust the lust the lust that is literally seeping out of every pore that is killing Eve since the very first episode that just flatlined in the middle of the season because they sent Villanelle home which is what happened it's she was she was pining after Eve she was angry but still into her obviously and then we have that you know the whole I can't stop thinking about you right I can't stop thinking about you and then it's nothing I remember we were shocked we were like yo we just went the whole episode and Villanelle's not made one reference to Eve that's fucking weird so yeah yeah a very relatable tweet Terrence let me move on to the next one. Oh, this is also relatable. I'm pretty sure I put this on the list. It is a tweet from Viv. And Viv tweets, me after watching Killing Eve. And it's a screenshot <laughs> of David Lynch at the BAFTAs with titling on the bottom that says, evil women should have happy endings. And David Lynch, with a very contented smile on his face, is asked to elaborate on that. And he's like, no. No. <laughs> no. no. Point blank period. That's excellent. Exactly. Period. And uh, just as a side note, that's... David Lynch with all of his films. Don't ask that man a question. <laughs> Don't ask him what he meant because he will not tell well, what you. What does it mean to you? Well, I guess that's it. That Right. <laughs> you got it. All right. This next one comes from O's Comer. And I'm going to describe the video first before I say what the tweet says. So this, oh this video is I don't know if this is uh, Six Flags. I don't know if this is Disney World. What? But this is, there was a roller coaster ride that happened. Oh, God. And someone is taking video of their photo. Bitch, I already know where you're because going. They, I it's because I guess they want you to pay for the photo. No, it's those rides where like they either drop you or swing you or something. Yeah. And then they take the, the image or video of your face. And then they try to sell it to you. When you're and out. so the employee is trying to stop this person from filming the screens with their images on it. Because I guess you're supposed to pay for it to get like you can take it home and oh yeah they do on roller coasters it. too right. now that I think about it a lot of roller coasters do that where they just get you like right at a point and yeah. you can buy it and it's like you can for, like, buy it for like $40 and they're like but I just want the memory absurd. I'll just record it and they're like no 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 this is a business you can't record this is and so that's what's happening in the video. Now for the quote. The quote <laughs> says, the Killing Eve team trying to stop spoilers leaking. And <laughs> you know yes. I the mean, but the sun, the sun got through. The, accuracy, um, the Daily though. Mail got through. The accuracy, though. The sun got oh. through. Daily Mail got through. <laughs> Some random motherfuckers on the street just yes. visiting London for a holiday right. got through. They and got in through. fact, they were asked what they thought. <laughs> right. And they were in the Shit. article. I'm like, wow. 
Like, imagine just being What's somewhere. that dude from The Wire? She. Oh, yeah. That's me to Killing Eve trying to stop spoilers. <laughs> All right, bitches. That's funny. And I'm like, bro, do they pay you enough to be blocking out the screen? Because I feel like that is something more relevant if it's like 95 in terms of trying to stop people, right? But right. how you going to take everyone's cell phone? They're going to get the picture up before you take it down. Anyway. Right. Let me look at what this next spotted on is. This tweet was spotted from Flies and Honey. And it's a photo. Oh, I see. It says Killing Eve fandom right now. And I do believe this was in response to spoilers. And it is it is a war room yes. photo <laughs> from the United States government. Uh, circa the Obama administration, Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State. I'm like, is this when they killed Osama bin Laden? Like, what is this? It looks like it's definitely an American tragedy. Something they're being debriefed on and everyone is looking intently in a direction and they look traumatized. Right. And it's like, well, how do we approach Angry? this as a country? Distressed. Right. So how do we approach this as a fandom is basically what they're we don't know. doing. As, like we're doing right now. Right. No direction whatsoever, but just trying to survive. And next we have a tweet from Elle again, Ellie, and she's responding to, wow, an image that the official tweet, <laughs> Killing Eve Twitter account no, posted. No, why they guys a day looking like this? Is this from that show? She's on HBO that I don't watch. I don't know. I think this is she a She looks candid. like she's, no, look at her face. Looks like she's been through a thing. Perhaps a fight. Yeah, it like, still looks like a weird candid. I hope that it's not real life and this is for something. But That show she's on that we don't watch. Oh, right. But, because isn't she like a drug addict on that show? Possibly. I hope this is from the show. Not just right. her in life. Like, no, oh, y'all no, call me right. like this? Because why right. is it on the internet? It's got to be a production. Anyway, y'all, she look haggard. Right. So the Killing Eve official account writes, Twitter trying to figure out the season floor plot line. And it's Eve. And yes, there are lots of papers around. Askew. And she's standing on top, and I guess she's about to snap a photo, but maybe not. She's just mentally trying to connect the dots of all these different images. No, this is the same tweet we covered earlier. And the tweet that Elle put is, yes, it is a sick and tired Zendaya. <laughs> no, this commenter is like, go away and give right. us bloopers, Derek. Right. That's right. what they said. Right. They don't give a shit about what Eve could be deconstructing on the corkboard. They want to know where are the bloopers. And so the kids have been asking for years where are the bloopers. And I think for years consecutively, Killing Eve has been like, fuck you. Because we haven't gotten a single fucking blooper. <laughs> And to think to call <laughs> the person running the official account. Right. Like now he's, let, we're going to, I don't know, maybe we'll be called, maybe everyone's going to start calling the official account Derek, even though Derek probably no longer works for the social media team for Killing Eve. But what other demographic of a poster string along a fandom to this degree with this fervor without revealing anything, like without giving us anything? It would have to be a Derek. Someone who who maybe half cares and is like... You mentioned men, and I'm going to tell you, I tuned all the way out. I don't even know where you are right now. Well, Derek, are you talking about from Grace? Oh, no. Well, in the tweet, the person calls oh, the see, official just, account It's Derek. the misandry filter? I don't yeah. know what happened. So we're trying to figure out what, what kind of a person would work for the social media account. I feel like the Uncle Phil gift, we, right. you try to figure out who Derek is. I left Derek behind. Um, After I read it, is uh, Derek yeah, yeah. a known Killing Eve intern? No, uh, we don't know. And I said he <laughs> may be a former intern at this point, is what I said. Please. If they were going to fire a Twitter intern, they should have done it a year ago when they was really fucking up on Twitter. But I'm asleep. <laughs> Anyways, let me see what this next tweet is. This tweet is from a Twitter user who goes by the name Alex. And they tweet, how many more Killing Eve spoilers do I want to see before the season comes out? <laughs> 
It's the video of Sandra O. Oh. oh. None. <laughs> That's a sound of pain for me and delusion because that was me. But no, again, yeah. I was violated without my consent when it comes to spoilers. And I still kind of feel this way, but I also know it doesn't matter what I feel. Oh, and this one comes from Barry. And the tweet says, the fact there's a show where the main characters are supposed to be enemies, but are in fact in love with each other. And the relationship is a slow burn. And there's a 22 year age gap between them. And they're both women. I feel blessed Thanks, Killing Eve, for existing. And yes, call it out. I call mean, it out. those sound like facts. But also, the importance of the non-men would be first in my speech that I would be giving as a misandrist. But yeah, no, 100%. Love a good MILF. And the fact that MILFs are still largely underappreciated, which is wild, Terrence, because literally every bad bitch of my adolescence is in their MILF stage. And the way that I'm thriving as a fucking fan, whether you're talking about a Jillian Anderson to a motherfucking Angela Bassett, a Lucy Lawless, to an Angelina Jolie, a Michelle Pfeiffer, like in different stages of MILF, Michelle no, right. Yao. There's just so many that I need for more people to understand the magic. No, yes. In that, the subversity in that, that we are really over the 511 ways the Hets have found a way to match themselves together. But start start giving it to the gays. Listen to Harold, because they're lesbians. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just take more queer characters, always. But yeah, we definitely don't get enough content that's queer with milk. That's true. It is it's true. It's either super young, which is fine. Please give the gaybies all the representation they need, as long as it's probably not from the CW, because they generally fuck it up. But what about the milfs? No, greed. Uh, fucking greed. Or can I call them wilfs? Like if they're not mothers? Oh, Wilfs? right. I don't, that sounds... Well, we'll deliberate. If y'all know of any other terms, send them the fuck in because I'm not sure if there's other things floating around out there. Oh, this other tweet says... What does it say? User Justine writes, What did Killing Eve and its fandom give you? And there's a video. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, it's a video with Jamie Lee Curtis and let us see. Trauma. Trauma. PTSD. <laughs> trauma. Generational trauma. Trauma. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Rage and trauma. Oh. Rage and trauma. PTSD. PTSD. Trauma. Post-traumatic stress. Female trauma. Family uh. trauma. Generational trauma. <laughs> wait, wait. Family trauma. You know, generational wait. trauma. So wait. Generational trauma. Generational trauma. Yeah. trauma. It's the way trauma. she pronounces trauma. it sometimes trauma. for me. Trauma. It's like drama. This is what trauma looks like. Okay. This is what drama looks like. So I think the theme from that was trauma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And so I'm laughing because this is clearly a theme from the Halloween press tour, whatever this latest sequel is called. And this is also apt for the Killing Eve fan experience. Just the Killing Eve experience. Like, fuck it. Wherever you are in it, it's probably right there. Woo! There are definitely, I could, there are moments where the, trauma just the hits just kept on coming you know i i'm not gonna go back there i am not i'm not gonna do that but yes there's a video a stan has it where there are kids entering a haunted house and there are captions under all the Ooh. obstacles oh and you know y'all can find that video so you can experience an abridged version of all the trauma that the stands had to go through with the show. Ooh. Well, I think we've only got one tweet left, sir, that we've oh. saved here. And the last tweet comes from Villanelle15, and it reads, The way I haven't watched Killing Eve in almost a year, I think it's time for a rewatch. And this image, 
is a Villanelle passing a note to Nico who is sitting in front of her and he opens the picture and he's perturbed because there's a picture of Philadelphia. No, it's the with promo. Eve. It's the and, season two promo. And he's Baby, of come course back. not in And it. I'm talking right. about season two promo. Right. And Remember that those outfit? Those so, fucking billboards? That outfit tells me would you like oh to watch? God. That's what the outfit tells me. And Absolutely not. She does not want Nico watching. No, no, no. That outfit in the promo tells me. Are you talking about the season two promo? Yeah, the season two promo. When that they, the, when like they murdered us all with that Entertainment Weekly spread. Oh, yeah, that too. They were like, sexy choke, <laughs> sexy hoe. And it was like, okay. It looks like we're leveling up. And Emerald did not disappoint. She didn't. Like, no, they right. gave vibes with that. And then we, of course, discovered that in the UK, they were getting way cooler promotion because they got queer as fuck billboards. Right. Did you see my girlfriend? Fucking voicemails right. on the radio and you. shit. The fuck? Villanelle, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but don't stop. But that is the Forest of Dean outfit that Villanelle's wearing in that promo, which means that is the outfit minus the veil. <sighs> that is what she's wearing. Forest of Dean. The truth, truth is, is out, out there. God. The truth is fucking out I'm just sitting here with my thighs, like... I... Like, like, I'm just... No, you are. You are, what, both stressed and excited? Yes. Something happening. That's a good way to transition into our announcement, too, that we are going to be doing, facilitating a series one through series three. Rewatch of every fucking episode, probably just one a fucking week, and we will go live with y'all on a platform that we have not yet decided on. Mostly because every time we decide on one, it... Rules change. It, right, the rules change, and then they stop providing the services that we needed them I don't to want provide them to, to do the thing. Because, right, we're watching something copywritten. So we're going to do that, though, because we are ever closer. The closest we've been to Series 4, we are essentially at the last gasp of this shitty, really ancient year known as 2021, which means one way or the other... Shout out to Jodie Comer singing that song. We're getting something and we're getting close. And if we're lucky and we get what we deserve, Killing Eve Series 4 should premiere around the same time it has been doing, which is April. Which means by February, we should absolutely have concrete footage, right? Of something. I'm surprised probably hasn't already started, but you know, that's fine. Not you, you be don't surprised. Wanna, you don't want like us Killing to Eve get has a, been trolling this entire a time. happy holidays from, uh, you know, our favorite thespians. Like, you, you can't give us that. That's fine. We, I guess we don't from need From the same it. group that doesn't give us bloopers, but no, you want happy holidays. I know. That's cute. That's cute. I'm just remembering how the it all started the year before, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> fine how it all started i guess we'll wait till valentine's day to get uh promos and trailers that's fine we can wait that long i guess some of us can we have not no all choice. of us we we don't have a choice i know which is why it's just chaos and ridiculousness when it comes to the killing eve phantom but you know what we here we are doing it and we have been on this ridiculous ride for years now and we are finally going to see it through to the end here's fucking hoping thoughts and prayers to lilith that we all get exactly what we deserve and that is the fucking smash right like it's i know we probably all think we deserve other things but for me please the smash like don't do this to me killing Eve, like don't do this. Manifest a smash. Yes. It's still the hashtag. I'm all about it. Yes. Y'all. Hashtag villainy of endgame. You are already using it. You know it to be true. Look you within do. your heart. You know it to be true. Look within your loins. Look within your fucking loins. That was forceful. But Sorry. I think I <laughs> No, it was. I we're passionate. But anyway, I think that's it for this session of Spotted on Twitter and Tumblr. Unless you have something else. That is No, that's 
that is it. So once again, guys, thanks for hanging out with us for at least two hours. I feel like perhaps longer. I don't know. Because time isn't real. Right? Time isn't real in the panini. It really fucking isn't. So be on the lookout for future fucking content. We are again back into the groove of things. And for those of you who subscribe to our Patreons, take a look. Because there's new content up there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we have checked out the chair. We are currently not finished with it. We will be finished with it soon. But we have put some early thoughts and opinions and live watches and things on the Church of Misandry Patreon. So head on over there if you give a fuck about hearing what we're saying about that. Just a heads up, because I know a few of you have asked if we had washed the chair. And yes, almost done. Almost done. Uh, by any chance, do you have a Rona Jam this week? I do have a Rona Jam. I don't, I still feel like I'm in the non-repeating space, which is incredible considering we're like two years into this ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> pashmina. So what do I got here? I think this is some Soka song I found from like an uncle type, which, you know, it fits for Soka music and we gonna roll with it. It's by Mighty Pat and it's called Coronavirus. Extremely original title. Let's get into the shits because we are still in a pashmina and so still trying to have the best time we could possibly have amongst the shit. Let's hit it. You can reach out to us at hey you guys, all one word, at wowowvillanelle.com. Our Insta is wowowvillanelle and our Twitter, if you are about it, about it, is wowvillanelle. Please hey, hey. continue to do your part to stop the spread and lower your risk of mass Get a booster infection. shot too if you can't. There's an additional variant out there so please keep it cute and wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. Uh, this podcast runs on gay hopes and dreams but also really on your support. You can support the podcast by rating or reviewing us on iTunes or any other platform you may be listening to us on. Reviews are more helpful than you know so if you haven't already please go ahead and review us now. We read them all appreciate them all and help the podcast grows tremendously Thank you, thank you. You can also support the podcast by becoming a patron, or even better, buy some merch from our store. The address is masandry.store, and Candace has been hard at work on new designs. Kind of. A little bit. Uh, bit, you can also stuff. use coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash misandry to buy us the occasional cup of coffee. Please check the show notes for all relevant links. And lastly, please be sure to check out our network's Patreon at patreon.com forward slash church of misandry to support the projects that fall under the network umbrella. Donations help to offset overhead costs and unexpected expenses like commuting during a pandemic and studio maintenance. Yeah. And as always, a very special shout out to all the essential workers whether on salary or everyone in between you help keep the city running and we can't do what we do without, without you bitches you. big facts Ooh, you know there's nothing like a good soca track to get me to act a fool i was born this way so i won't <laughs> accept any slander whatsoever so that was a great run to jam but you know <laughs> you know i'm in the i'm in the mood to i don't know really really move I feel like my uncle jean robert wrote that shit that's how islandy it feels you have something for those who who just want to like i don't know like bust a wine like like turn up like if it was bust like a, a wine well i mean just just something that's Get a little risque well uh, something just a little lively a if cuffing we, if we gotta, season back it up you know what actually 
What I wish I was doing if I dared to go to that Megan Thee Stallion concert. But I value me and my health. Oh, right. So I didn't. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is into quarantine. I don't think I've done this before. And if I have, my bad, y'all. But it's it's got a fly beat. And this is what Terrence has asked for. It makes you just want to move and stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to play it. Into quarantine by Jardel and Jaquan. Let's hit it. Hey. See the way your body just. Jaquan. Yes. Right. This is why you were saying we have to go to that queer club that you discovered. Right. It's like right around the. And unshake your teeth. Hey. Okay, let me stop distracting you. Hit that rundown. Yes. Uh, We'd like to send a very special thank you to the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. What up, Trinis? Thanks for listening. A very special thank you to the Czech Republic. What up, Czech Republic? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Hungary. Hungary. What's up, y'all? Thank you to Taiwan. Taiwan. We love you. Thank you to. Chile. Chile. Hola. Thank you to Thailand. Thailand. What up, you Thai bitches? Hope you're doing well. Thank you to Colombia. Colombia. Hola, hola, hola. Thank you to Portugal. Portugal. What's up, y'all? Thank you to Switzerland. The Swiss. We love the Swiss. What's up, guys? Thank you to Italy. Italy. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Thank you to the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Y'all been in the shits with us from the beginning. We love it. Thank you to Denmark. The Danes. Y'all really do be listening out there. They do. Thank you to Mexico. Mexico. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Russia. Russia. Home of Villanelle. We love you. Thank you to Brazil. Brazil. Hola, bitches. Hope y'all got better weather than we got I over know, here. I know, right? Thank you to Spain. España. Thank you for listening, guys. We love you. Thank you to France. Bonjour. And thank you for listening, France. Thank you to South Korea. South Korea, y'all are the shit. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Germany. Germany, what's good? All of our gentlemen Jack listeners, too, because we know there's a bunch of y'all over there. A grip. Thank you to Australia. Australia. I was about to do an accent. I resisted. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to Great Britain. Oh, you Brits. We love y'all. Thank you to Namibia. Is that new? I don't yes. know, but thank y'all for listening I, I, all the way over in Namibia. That shit is wild. Thank you. I was like a, a new challenger, but we, the we love you. The gay agenda continues to spread. Yes. Thank y'all. And thank you. And a very special thank you to North and South America. Yes, you Americanos here in the shits with us right here at home. Thank you so much for listening. And that wraps up our country rundown. Pew, pew, pew. Just love that we got so many motherfuckers joining us for our ridiculous rambles from across the world. That is Super fucking cool. All right, guys. This concludes this preseason episode of Killing Eve Series 4. Uh, Let us know your thoughts and how any of this information (laughs) has made you feel. uh, Wonderings, ponderings. And until next time, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. Yes, and okay, it's true. Villanelle's been shot in the titty. And nothing makes any fucking sense. But you know what? We here, bitches. We here. And we gonna be here until this ridiculous show is finally fucking over. Fuck. Also, oh, Scar play. Right, right, Bye, guys. Bye. We deserve. It's like totally murder.